0: Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read Webtoons.
1: Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your Webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier.
0: And I'm your co-host Chris, Webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and banter core aficionado.
1: So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on main, we're thirsty on Tune. hello how are you today oh i'm having some brain fire but i am looking forward to uh making some poor life choices as we discuss summer suns
0: (laughs) it's the right book for it
1: Mm -hmm. i too Mm -hmm.
0: have the brain fire and i only just woke up from a napsident that i had nice
1: well you know i'm a proponent of the napsident so
0: (laughs) support napsidents that's our bold stand of the show controversial opinion It is yes List if you want. We love a nap.
1: You know, I stand by it.
0: <laughs> uh, what are you pouring on your brand fire today?
1: <laughs> I am pouring straight up soda water, pineapple flavored.
0: Oh, good for you! Look at mm-hmm. you, hydrating in an appropriate way. I, however, poured red wine. Uh,
1: well, you know, <laughs>
0: I'm on brand. I also, it is, is it still the uh, same box I got from Bright Cellar? Yes. Did I discover that they have cards that explain the notes and tones? Yes. This is a wine box for nerds and I'm so excited. So I'm drinking a Pinot noir that has tones of strawberry, cranberry, vanilla, and rose. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. It tells me what I should eat with it at everything and where it's from, I'm
1: like, wow. Okay. It's like a trading card for wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They should make them glossy. <laughs> I, should,
0: well, I need one of those like card keepers, like folders, yes, but big enough to fit these.
1: <laughs> yep. And they should have some sort of holographic on them, you know, make them really pretty. The shiny, the shiny wine cards. <laughs> yes. The shiny wine cards. Trade with your friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can only trade it if you also trade a bottle of the wine or else it's
1: mean. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Or have it at a wine wine tasting. Wine tasting card Mm -hmm. trading party. (laughs) As we do as card carrying nerds. (laughs) I love it. I love that. We've
0: come up with a great event. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of the bad choices we're currently making, at least I'm making with my beverage choices, (laughs) what are we reading
1: today? Oh, well, this was a good life choice. It was just about bad life choices.
0: It's true. true.
1: We are reading Summer Suns and let me just blurb it up for you. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Uh. Andrew and Eddie did everything together right up until they didn't closer than brothers they were inseparable until eddie's early admission to vanderbilt took him from andrew in what was supposed to be only months of separation but due to eddie's apparent suicide days before andrew's arrival became permanent
2: Mm.
1: andrew inherits everything from eddie the mundane a roommate house and lifestyle to the surreal a gruesome ghost that haunts him as much as the what-ifs andrew is determined to uncover the truth behind eddie's death and the last months of his life which leaves him wading through a quagmire of sexy cars sexier guys <laughs> and bloody family histories yes Ooh. Ooh. will andrew discover eddie's truth or his own dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I uh, didn't write a blurb of my own, but I did write what I would like to think of as the unofficial tagline of this book, which yeah. is a story which finally recognizes the true horror, grad school.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, I, you know what? My genre, I'm going to do genre first because you always blow me out of the water. <laughs>
0: But you can write a blurb. I can write a genre thing. This is okay. Fair, fair, fair. We fair.
1: complete each other. <laughs> uh, so this is obviously a gay Southern Gothic meets Fast and Furious with an academic background.
0: Yes. I said, you know, it's not so different today, but I called this romantic Gothic horror Fast and Furious with hand and
1: unlovable hand overtones. Yes. see you make it always you always make it better I love it oh so good
0: thank you thank you I am obsessed with this book
1: oh my god me too I listen to it constantly yeah
0: Yes. This is one of those books where I read it last year. It just came out last year. So I read it like right before it came out. I got it. I was fortunate enough to get an arc of it. And I lost my mind for the month between when I read it and when other people could read it. Where I, was I just remember like, because I
1: kept <laughs> hearing about it. I was like, so the minute it was on sale, I was like, okay, yeah. I bought it. I finally bought it. And I bought the ebook. Yeah. And then I read the ebook and I was like, well. You know yeah. what I can't do? I can't yeah. read an e-book at work. So,
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah. Yes>. audio book. <laughs>
0: yes, I have the audiobook and I alternated between that and my heavily annotated copy of the book.
1: <laughs> yes, I love that so much. Uh, for the record, for those of us who cannot actually see what uh, Chris just held up, it was... <laughs> a hard copy book with post-its and all sorts of things sticking out of the edges of the pages. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that doesn't even compare to the like writing on the inside of it.
0: It is full annotated. Uh, yes, I love it so much. It, You know, there is a meme that goes around, and it's like when you read a book, and suddenly you're like, this is going to be my whole personality. Yeah. Summersons <laughs> was that for me last year when I first read it. And rereading it again for the show, I was just like, yep, I'm back. It's my whole personality
1: again. <laughs> I'm like, legit, I haven't stopped reading it since I started reading it. Like, it's just been in a rotation with Gay Wolf book. <laughs> yes, as it should be. <laughs> I mean, now I've thrown in. <laughs> uh, red white and royal blue I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah, I know oh my god yes occasionally boyfriend material yep. so feeling saucy exactly
0: <laughs> um, oh god it's so good it, it was my top book of uh last year like yeah it blew everything else out of the water uh that is because gay wolf book technically came out the year before and the year after I think is what it was because <laughs> the new one didn't it. the new one maybe it did come out right at the end of the year I'm trying to remember but uh it summer suns was my book
1: like of the whole
0: year I mean <laughs> what even is time I don't know ah. who can say what year is it currently not I don't sure, know. Not
1: sure. I, you know I never got the hang of Thursdays so I,
0: yeah yeah nope
1: <laughs> yeah uh, oh
0: should we talk favorite characters I think we should oh my god so for me I love characters but there is one far and away best character
1: uh yeah I think I know who you're talking about it is one Mr. Sam (laughs) Halls Sam Halls yes I call him lord of poor life choices
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes and yet somehow he is in a book where his choices seem the most put together which is saying something because any other book he would be our disaster but he is not he's, he's not our, our disaster he's our Australia. dad
1: friend in this one somehow <laughs> <laughs> i'm not wrong i know our he, drug, drug dad dealing friends, dad friend
0: he might deal drugs and race cars with some questionable decisions in that regard his parties might be incredibly dangerous but that and man fueled <laughs> But that man knows how to comfort and care
1: and wrap a wound and give kisses and all. I know. I know. No, I'm with you. I'm on board. I just this book is an examination of a lot of things, and we'll get into that in themes. Yes. But one of the things that it is from beginning to end is poor life choices. So oh, yeah. how it manages to also be about learning how to communicate and yes
0: negotiate
1: relationships oh god it's amazing it's amazing glorious I just I can't I can't I can't because the the backdrop and setting is just one bad decision after another oh (laughs) profoundly (laughs) profoundly like someone made me twitch in my skin like oh yeah yeah
0: uh, one might argue the worst life decision Sam has ever made was falling in love with Andrew.
1: <laughs> oh my God. And I and I love Andrew. I like, like I legitimately him. love Andrew. Oh like I, you know, I mean obviously I love me a total disaster gay. Yes. But oh I mean Andrew. Oh he is a disaster gay summer child. A summer oh. son, <laughs> you if yeah. you will. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs>
0: oh andrew makes every other disaster gay we have talked about and we've talked about many look like successful well-adjusted adult human beings yep yes oh andrew oh Oh, baby
1: i just Uh,
0: oh honey no one has ever been so
1: repressed while being so obviously gay to literally everyone with eyes (laughs) that will bring us directly into favorite quotes for me later (laughs) (laughs) right Right. it's so bad Uh, and that actually brings me to one of my favorite characters yeah riley
0: Riley. (laughs) oh i love riley so much i'm not gonna lie
1: (laughs) i love riley i love everything about riley thousand percent riley Uh, is a
0: delight Riley is our trans King. We love him. He is oh. super smart. He is our nerd that can do the research.
1: <laughs> yes. He, everything about Riley is amazing. Everything yes. from the king. fact that he's super hot. He's yeah. super smart. He fits in with the rough crowd. He, I love that he's tiny. I don't know why, but I just think it's so cute. Right. <laughs> Everyone's and so big and muscly and he's, he's like a tiny, <laughs> he's the head of his little, uh, you know, you! Oh, yeah. yeah i know how excited are you that we finally got like a legit polycule oh <laughs> uh, so excited especially because they're awesome they are awesome like, ethan and luca are amazing like, i agree I love them i would love to learn more about them so oh much oh my god i know i mean we get a little bit more of ethan which i really right. enjoy because i think ethan's a really interesting character yes pretentious and <laughs> oh my god i love ethan. ethan makes me so happy <laughs> um, adorable yeah, like he legitimately makes my list of favorite characters. Yeah, but no, he's so fair, Luca. Because even because though it, we don't get a ton of her, everything we get is spectacular. I agree. When we see her, I
0: feel like the moment that you you have to fall in love with Luca is when she goes to the grad school party and she and Andrew are just like Ugh, at each I other know. the whole time. I, they're just so over it, and they keep casting eyes at each other. Like, are you seeing this?
1: Yes, <laughs> a thousand percent. And she she's really really good at. um communicating
2: yeah
1: her own role in things she's very good yes. for advocating for herself yes. and even when she's not on scene when she's being yeah. discussed in scene yes. like Riley's like no I could never pull that shit with Luca let's be honest you know let that happen are you kidding no she's very clearly the smartest person in this book she Mm -hmm. does not make the poor life choices she's not around for the poor life choices the only thing she does is race and she wins and she wins she and she makes sure that she races often enough to put people in their places yeah which we love oh my god we love a queen
0: she (laughs) we do cheers to Luca yes oh Luca carrying it carrying this team on your shoulders Luca Mm -hmm. Uh, somebody he, has to. <laughs> Ethan is like, he's like this delightfully pretentious, like club gay, yes. which I, I enjoy him very much. Cause I was like, how did you get involved with this
1: crew? He has <laughs> deep Magnus energy.
0: He does have deep Magnus energy, which is mm-hmm. why it's so funny to me that he also raced those cars.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I know. happened <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's just like, Hey, I'll, I'll party. I'll go, I'll go out with anyone. Why not? Let's do it. Yep. have some fun.
1: Oh my God. I just, but I, I love going his like, the... slight predatory sexiness.
0: Oh yeah. Like his sexiness is intense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that he takes Andrew with him. And Andrew's like, Oh my God, I've never been in such a pretentious space in my life. And I go to grad school.
1: <laughs> yes. Also it's the place he sees the most women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, it should have been a clue for him right off the bat, but, you know. You know, Andrew is slow on the uptake. (laughs) (laughs) He pretty.
0: (laughs) He pretty. Let's be honest. I feel like we have talked about the characters an awful lot to have not yet said, and this, I guess, will tie into ships as well. Yep. Yep. They are the Fast and Furious crew.
1: <laughs> Very much so. It's wild. Oh,
0: my God. So Sam Halls is definitely Dom. Yeah. And uh Andrew is Brian as hell.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And much like Brian. He pretty, but <laughs> he not bright.
0: Listeners, I don't know if we've made it a parrot, but we are obsessed with Fast & Furious.
1: Look, it does exactly what it sets out to do, and yes. then it does it better almost every iteration,
0: every time, every time. I I literally my favorite poster that I have on the wall of my house is a quote from Fast & Furious that's made to look like one of those like live, laugh, love quotes. So people don't know what it's from. Yes. And so people are always like, oh, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. That's so fun. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I love it. I tried to find my fast and furious Paul Walker Memorial t-shirt to wear today. Oh. I know. Right. But, um, it was from when I was a teenager. So it's almost certainly lost at my parents' house, but Fair. in spirit, I was wearing it. Today. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh we love Fast and Furious, and I have for so long desired a proper Brian Dom ship and this book delivered it directly into my veins.
1: Yes. Oh so good. So good. good. So good. (laughs) So good. So clearly we have a
0: ship. So I don't, I may have totally given it away for you before you read, but was it apparent to you that Andrew and Sam were going to end up together early on? Because I couldn't figure it out right at first. Really? Not at first. Like, I mean, the first two chapters, but like the time they were hanging out regularly. I was like, oh, fucking yes. Yeah. Yeah. if you remember the first few chapters of it, he he's
1: just like this mysterious figure. He's not like. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, He they had to hang out before I knew. But as soon as they hung out, I was just like. Ah, ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then I, I guess I was just so badly burned by Fast and Furious that I doubted it a few times. It's not like I didn't think they loved each other, but I was like.
1: <laughs> I was fortunate enough that you loved yeah. this book enough. I knew it wasn't going to let me down.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay. Well, yes, I, it, it was just that when he hadn't talked to him yet, I guess is what I mean. Yeah. And maybe to be fair, all the books we've been reading, it's been apparent before they met who was going to end up together. So true.
1: <laughs> that is true. That yeah. is true. And in this one, it's interesting because, I mean, because Andrew is such a disaster that he. Yeah actively doesn't acknowledge that he's gay, um, but has so much chemistry with the men in this book. Like, he has chemistry with Riley. He has chemistry with (laughs) Ethan. He has chemistry with West. He has chemistry with, like, he... Is at all
0: times. So, I, this is another thing I love about Andrew. He pretends to be so big and tough, but he is like a little cuddle bug, and it's the funniest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. He is at all times crawling on top of people, curling up beside them. He touching craves them. touch. It's
1: his love language. Yeah, you know? it's his
0: love language, but it's so funny to me because it's not like he's doing this to women
1: <laughs> ever. Like, at <laughs> all. it's
0: just like, Ethan, why don't we go sit on the couch and I'll throw my legs over your lap? Like, I'm you know? <laughs> just like, Andrew. <laughs>
1: No, and then he like is actively repelling his (laughs) ex-girlfriend's advances. Like right. Oh and she is all over him. Like I just, oh yeah, buddy. Yeah. 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 Do you have other ships in this? Uh well, no, I mean Sam and Andrew, obviously. Um, Riley, Evan, and Luca, or Ethan and Luca. Yes. Um, and my crack ship. (laughs) Oh my god, I wonder if no, if it's the same as mine. (laughs) Andrew joins the polycule. Oh Oh my God.
0: I feel like they would eat him for breakfast, but he deserves it. And and wouldn't it be fun to watch? It would be. It would be. My crack ship, because my heart will always want an enemy's lovers, is Riley and Will. Oh, like Riley and West? West, sorry, West. Yes. Yes, West. Wouldn't that be incredible? Yes. (laughs) So West is the incredible, incredibly pretentious grad student that yes. Riley and him just like they just literally like they either want to I kill each other or I fuck the entire time they're around each other and it's hard to tell which it, honestly hard to tell which and I think it would be delightful for them to just finally get it out of their system yes oh I love that
1: yeah <laughs> oh I'm so on board <laughs>
0: <laughs> right he <laughs> just West needs to get a little dirty, and I mean that in many ways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A little engine grease here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. So. This book has some themes. Themes, for days. Four days. Four days. Oh, my God. Can we talk about processing grief and yeah. trauma? It's my first one, too.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Damn, son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's wonderful how in this story, grief is presented as a literal
1: haunting that yeah. is clinging to your bones. Yeah. Like. I felt that in my soul, like, obviously I am not this age anymore, you know, but I remember being this age yeah. and I remember losing somebody at this age, somebody yeah. who was close to me, not like, you know, Andrew and Ed close, right? But close. And you know how dramatic oh, things are at that age. It's so big. Emotions mm-hmm. may be felt. And I just, mm-hmm. oh, did this resonate for me? Yeah. You know, yeah. I just, that haunting sensation that, mm. oh my God, mm. everything is over and the whole world should right. change. And right. That, that feeling like,
0: which isn't true listeners, but that feeling like you have to avoid the emotion because if you ever pay attention to it, it'll swallow you whole. Yep. Which, by the way, much like Andrew, does not work. (laughs) No, no, it does not, and yet will be paid attention to.
1: (laughs) Such an overwhelming sensation. It is, it is, yeah, and it is incredibly well portrayed in this story. Holy shit!
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's at times it's that overwhelming, and there are other times when he's starting to heal but hasn't like let go. Yeah, where he's like just living with his haunt. What am I? literal favorite moments is when he's walking down the stairs and he hears something rattle and he just goes, not not now. Nope. <laughs> oh no. I do not have time for this. <laughs> I can't believe that I've never seen a haunted house movie where somebody talked to the ghost like that.
1: It brings me such a joy. I die every time I get to that point. It is one <laughs> of the best moments in the book. Like legitimately, it's such a small thing and I love it so much. <laughs>
0: She's like, I cannot. We, we will not be dealing with this right now. Thank you. Not you. Start with me.
1: <laughs> it is my birthday.
0: <laughs> Greatest thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, so good. I mean, yeah. and so like beyond the, the processing grief, which mm-hmm. is, it's hard to get beyond because it is such an overwhelming thing. Right. Right. But there are other things going yeah, on. Yeah. And I will say one that ties it. before we
0: move on, I have yeah. a sub theme because <laughs> it's specifically processing the grief. Of a toxic relationship, yes, which I think is interesting. So I, I, you might notice that Eddie was not on the list of favorite characters for either, either of us, <laughs> because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the in the context of the story, Eddie is gets like ghostly haunted possessed-ish when he was little and you could argue that's part of it but because the ghostly haunting is about things in this book I don't think you can really argue that no I I think it is a representation of him becoming toxic
1: um and and yeah and like I don't know that it's even like him I think there was an element of Eddie that is toxic to begin with I think there's even more like if like if you want to get even deeper down into that mm, one yes let's this in the processing grief and the processing grief about a toxic relationship you go even further into that it's our societal intent towards yeah. not speaking ill of the dead yes and somehow we just managed to let go of all the shit that they do yes And we only focus on the good. And I am a person who likes to focus on good. I like positive reinforcement. I like to sort of live my life in a pleasant way. And that doesn't mean I don't process grief. And it doesn't mean I don't acknowledge grief or anything like that. It just means that for my own mental health, I need to take time to focus on positive things. Right. But it is dangerous and toxic to focus on positive things to the exclusion of seeing the negative things and that is what we have here yeah with andrew and eddie's relationship where Mm -hmm. andrew is so overwhelmed in his grief and so overwhelmed in his self-denial and in Mm -hmm. his relationship denial and Mm -hmm. this you know the way that they're tied together and orbit each other so closely but never actually close enough to satisfy that need yeah that he idolizes ed yeah. to the exclusion of all his flaws yes
0: and i would argue that he did that even while he was alive based oh, very on what much. we're seeing but yes absolutely it was harder to process any of it after he was dead yeah which is just always the case right it, it is always hard to untangle from toxic relationships but in this one he literally is incapable of closure because ed died before closure could happen and it will definitely I'll steal from my favorite quotes. I have plenty of them. So it's not a problem because one of the most powerful quotes is when he finally accepts that he is gay and that he had been in love with Eddie since they were 11. And he's like letting go of his grief. And he has this moment where he's watching like the drag race cars are going and he's Sam's waiting on him. And he's like, I kind of wonder what we would have been like if we could have been here and nurtured by the pack. And maybe it would have been wonderful. Or maybe Ed would have been controlling and awful and I'll never know. Yeah. And it was such a powerful moment, I think, because yeah. he, you don't, you don't know. Would they have gotten better if they had been able to get past their internalized homophobia? Or was Ed actually just like a bad person? And right you now.
1: Yeah. And like it's it's hard to say because yeah. there are elements of Ed that seemed like he was a decent person underneath it, but there are elements of him that were controlling and Mm -hmm. you know he he did not ever seem to really care about andrew's consent he just Mm -mm. assumed andrew would be there following behind him Mm
0: -hmm. and it's it is somewhat a two-way street because andrew also clearly never had any boundaries yeah and you know it's very hard to People will violate your boundaries if you never make them. I mean, yeah, oh, that's about, li- yeah. right. If you, if you do make them terrible, people will violate them. But if yeah. you don't make them, nobody's going to know where they are for one thing. Yeah. And he definitely never had any. There's a line too early on where he's talking about how he feels like Ed, like led him around on a leash all the time. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, Andrew, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And there's scenes where he like, There's a there's a scene where the ex-girlfriend tells Andrew about a moment with Eddie he didn't know about. Yeah. She saw them laying in bed together and Eddie, like, curled up on him and glared at her possessively like he's mine. Yeah. And (laughs) Andrew is still very in his denial because his response is he touched me.
1: (laughs) Right. Or how about, you know, like, okay so, you know, when they had their initial accident, you know, and they had the blood sharing moment. okay so that could have been blamed on the curse. You know, the curse took over Ed because he was he was concussed and he was, you know, near death and he was, you know, Mm -hmm. all of this. And so it was the curse Mm -hmm. that took him over and and forced him to force Andrew into this life.
0: Right. Except that.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) okay. yes, except that. But then. Fast forward a few years and Ed Marks. Andrew on purpose with his blood again. Yes. With the tattoo.
0: Yes, exactly. I was going to say, we could believe that it was just the curse, except we see Andrew in exactly the same position later. I mean, granted, he's an adult, which is a difference. Yes. But he is able to mostly stop himself, which means that he has control. He didn't quite stop himself right away, as we'll get into, I'm sure. But he
1: could stop himself from marking someone else. He could and did. So, you know, like there are definitely elements of Ed that he just. He wasn't a great person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, he just he was the epitome of what andrew wanted and so andrew only mm-hmm. saw what he mm-hmm. wanted to see and that i think all of the toxic stuff yeah andrew refused to see in life is what we get in the haunt absolutely
0: yeah what is left of the good because he must have been good my whole reasoning being that sam wanted to be friends with him yes <laughs> sam's a good judge of character yes <laughs> so he must have had some good traits i i, I can't imagine that he did it um, but we don't. They're gone when he's dead. They are absolutely gone in yeah. the haunt.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, in this, you also get themes of like self-discovery because the yes. whole the whole book is about. Well, not the whole book is about, but along the mm. way through this book is an undercurrent of Andrew coming to terms with his real, authentic self. Absolutely, and it's beautiful to see. Yeah, it is. It and is like Sam really helps him get there but it isn't just Sam. Riley no. has a huge role in that. Ethan yeah. has a role in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. West has a role in that. West does. Troublesome though he be. He has yes. a role in
0: that. <laughs> I would even say the ex-girlfriend has a role in that. Like, I very much one, so. Maybe and, the strongest role, honestly, when it comes down to it.
1: Yeah. And Dell, Dell, I have issues with, but Del is, when Del that is last something. conversation <laughs> is really good. I'm glad they had it. That was a yeah. beautiful conversation. Dell it didn't make my list of favorite characters no. for, for a lot of reasons. Dell is
0: hard, but I, yeah. I, I understand somewhat and she's in therapy she knows she needs some help yes she's a hard Mm -hmm. character and that scene with her is hard to read every time I get to it I'm like oh god exactly (laughs) it's good but oh
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah
2: uh
1: yeah Sam though as a model for actual communication oh my god yes Sam is no kidding. He, he, is,
0: I mean, there's a reason why he is so good for Andrew. It is because it is the first person Andrew's encountered with amazing boundaries. Yes. He knows what he is okay with and
1: what he isn't. And he is not going to tolerate bullshit. It is bullishness, legitimately sexy the way it he is. establishes and maintains his boundaries. I can't oh My God. Yes. Yes. Boundaries are sexy friends. <laughs> He is not
0: playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And when he falls in love, he falls so hard and so fast. And it's so, so cute. Oh my but God. But he doesn't let falling in love make him stupid, which no. I love. Like I no. really love that. He can love people as much as he wants, but he's not going to just tolerate bullshit from them. And no. I'm like,
1: We love our king.
0: We love our king.
1: Oh, well, and I can't. I- Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to say, I can't leave behind the themes category without talking about what I have classified as fucking grad school or also classism.
1: <laughs> okay, well, that ties into my last theme, which okay. is basically the underlying horror, both real and gothic, of Southern United States. Yeah,
0: yes, <laughs> yes. I would argue, yes, first of all. And second of all, I am not in the South and I am in academia, and it is still true yeah (laughs) there's a special kind of because this we'll we'll start with yours that this is in the south and it has that like these families inherited their wealth from plantations like they are generational wealth off the trauma of others and racism and it's still very much in there Mm -hmm. and in addition they are in academia, which is universally, no matter where it's located, classist and
1: elitist. And extremely problematic. Oh, God. And
0: I say that as someone who has not left college yet, but <laughs> <laughs> for a second in my life.
1: Like someone a, who cough, accidentally got two masters, <laughs> cough.
0: Someone who literally had a gaff year and ended up working at a university during it. So <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. So I have not, I have spent as many years in college now as i spent in k through 12
1: <laughs> <Free> me. <laughs> oh dear god uh, okay help. yeah exactly so but they're spending all that time there and there's being fully indoctrinated and there's a very clear difference in this book between the people who are and the people who no. are not
0: i like to think that i've become a riley but if i'm totally honest the it it was deconstructing that did that because Mm -hmm. it's a cult and you like start college and you're like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. And you, if you're not careful, you get indoctrinated. And certainly as like I think I was We're just like, Hey, we're talking about Chris's life instead of the book now, but (laughs) I think I I was there's some crossover here. (laughs) uh, I think I was fortunate in that my undergrad and master's program were the best of a bad system. And so they were very protective. The stuff was still bad, but the programs I was in was protective. But the problem was that I then didn't see the bad stuff until I was in the worst possible (laughs) situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah
0: sometimes it doesn't help to be protected not gonna lie
1: yeah no and then we get this character west who you know he has his own problems but is actually yeah. a really interesting character and I really I actually know. and I, I think west is one of the most interesting characters actually he's not like a favorite character mm. uh he's not fleshed out well enough for that but he's a wonderful character because he's yeah. used to tell a really interesting story and a really important story point I think mm-hmm. um as sort of the the point person for the academic perspective in this right, right? Right but as a black man in academia in the south yes in a very posh very right white, society yeah. like he yeah is he very he, yeah very much suffering his and intersections are very
0: interesting because he is rich and he is like classist like frequently that comes out of him
1: he is also black and people are being racist to him so he's, and he's also of- gay although he does not actually yeah, yeah he doesn't um have to at least from our perspective deal with a lot of homophobia which is right
0: yes and i i do wonder if that's because he doesn't necessarily talk about it because it's not it he's also not walking around like riley where his queerness is as evident and he's not walking around like pride flags on not that you have to but he isn't so i'm not sure how it's to go back to boyfriend material it's almost like he's one of the good gays you know where he's not putting it in people's faces. And I put, there were major air quote fingers in that, if that wasn't a parent, yes. right. Because we love putting it in people's faces. Obviously. <laughs> and it's totally okay that he chose to do that. He was being oppressed enough. Like maybe yeah. that was self-protective, but you know, I, I think part of why we don't see him dealing with it is because he has positioned
1: himself to not deal with it yeah no absolutely and I mean to be fair he was also positioning himself to not deal well to deal with as little as possible of the other bullshit because he, yeah. that was big enough yeah. Like and, he's yeah very clearly being uh held back because right. of his race and that is yes you know like right. oh. so he
0: wasn't getting invited to the parties for networking and his research was getting stolen his dissertation was getting slowed down the fear <laughs> listeners, oh. when I say this book is a horror book, yeah, there's ghosts, but the fear of someone slowing down your <laughs> it, and you're not being able to get out of
1: grad school is genuinely something that haunts me. <laughs> oh my God. And it's so funny because you see like the classism to speak to your point. Yes. Um, the, is so interestingly described in this book when yes. you have the two worlds sort of Colliding and they collide in Riley. Riley is that character that sort of epitomizes the two worlds, right? Right. And um, you have the intersection of the the parties hosted by the academic world and the parties hosted by Pulse and his fiefdom, you know? And (laughs) the language used and the the style of the conversation is so different and so interesting, but they're just as vicious. They are, they're just as vicious. It's so funny. Like you hear, you know, when you hear Riley and West, like basically bitching at each other. Oh yeah. They're eviscerating each other, which again is why I shit them. (laughs) Right. You know, they're like, oh, uh, so what happened to your last dissertation? I heard Uh, heard
0: that you got held back another year. That was (laughs)
1: real hard. and, And it's just, it's so like highbrow, but it just is. cutting. Oh it my is. god! Whereas you know, you go to Hulse's parties, and everybody's yeah. like,
0: "Fuck you, man! How yeah. a fire yeah. it to come. I mean, it literally <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> exactly. And then we get the, the the third path, the middle way, if you will, yeah. when we see one party which is just, just the pack. Yeah. Which is, by the way, listeners, it's not just because of Gay Wolf Book. They call it the pack. They call it the pack. <laughs> And it's just Sam's people because his big parties are not necessarily people he trusts. That's not family. It's no. not familia to quote Dom. Yeah. It's, um, it's just a party. But when he is just with the pack, it is like the best. And I want to go to those. Right? They're just sitting around, they're just being delightful friends. And it's cute.
1: It's <laughs> so fun. And Luca will go to those parties, but she won't right? go to the big ones she, because she, yes. She again is being self protective, yeah, you know. She like, trusts
0: Pac, she does not trust the whole of the, which is fair because we know they are racist and homophobic. We hear them being that way, exactly. And she'll go to the academic ones because they are controlled in their racism, <laughs> but uh, yes, but they still are. She knows yeah, She's it. like,
1: they're exactly the same, just chillier. <laughs> they're,
0: yes, they're chillier, exactly how she describes it. And I love yeah. it yeah exactly. And I think Andrew is also specifically interesting in his intersections because he is rich because of Eddie yeah and he kind of he kind of has somewhat always been <laughs> just i guess unpackable there. The, Eddie's money made his whole family middle class because they were originally quite poor. yeah but then Eddie's money now that he's inherited all of it has made him rich. But he is not high class because no. it's he is nouveau riche. Like he is straight up new money. He has no idea. Like he has no concept of it. And everyone yeah. can tell. Yes. <laughs> and, but at the same time, he does not worry about money ever, which is very apparent when he's with Riley and uh, Sam yes. because, you know, their whole life is working two jobs. Sam literally going out of his way so he could raise his cousin, which is so sweet. Right partially raises Riley cuz again dad friend.
1: <laughs> we love him.
0: We love him. And you know, so he is literally working paycheck to paycheck and Andrew, while not being high class enough for his grad school, is too rich to understand that.
1: Yes. Which is yeah, fascinating, so I think. Um, yeah, and it 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 adds to his sense of um isolation. I think
0: it does. Yeah. Cause at one point he quite he sees Riley interacting at the grad school and he has this like longing. How is he such a social chameleon? Like he notices Riley's ability to code switch between when he's with Sam in the pack and when he's at grad school and he can just do it. He's just amazing at it. Which, you know, we're in Andrew's head the whole book. So we don't see how hard that is for Riley. But you know, we know from psych research that code switching is incredibly draining. Like it is, this was not an easy thing. But Andrew completely lacked the ability to do it because he's always just followed ed and he's never never had had to to. yeah ed would just make it okay for him to exist
1: there (laughs) and like to the extreme to the nth degree this is such an interesting relationship dynamic because ed would actually do all of his paperwork he would organize his classes like to the point of choosing them right make sure that they had the same schedule uh uh, you know applied all of his his course loads and things like like just everything yeah yeah. Andrew never had to do any of the emotional or intellectual labor in their relationship. <laughs> I, chose.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, it's not like he asked Ed to do this. This was a very controlling no. move, but the result of it is that he has no idea how to exist as a person.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Period. He does not.
1: Exactly. So, and he's also it, never
0: been held responsible for anything so sam and riley are constantly holding him responsible for his actions and he's like oh <laughs> new experience <this> is new <laughs> has she has been unlocked
1: <laughs> oh god oh god will, so
0: we touched on it already but my very my tiny mini theme is the importance of physical touch in this book yes i am my love language is physical touch too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just don't see it depicted enough, but I was like loving it. I was like cuddles and touches and it's so cute.
1: It's really, really interesting. And yes. it's, it's interesting because um having been mm-hmm. socialized and raised as a woman, mm-hmm. um love language's touch is a different thing from yeah. this book, which is very male-centric. Yeah. And so that the touch is different. It's yeah. um uh, it's there and it's and it's loving in its way, but it's mm-hmm it's aggressive
0: yeah until it isn't because the more that andrew unlocks his real self the more he's able to touch in a non-aggressive way yeah it is sweet because sam is capable of both yeah which you don't know at first because he he's so respectful of who andrew is and what he needs that he's like all right let's i'll shove you you know yeah i'll wrestle you whatever you need but as soon as he's like able to do physical touch sam's like cuddle
1: (laughs) And it's really, really sweet. So like, and it, you see that the way the touch changes again. Like as you said, how as Andrew gets more comfortable, and as he gets more mm-hmm. sort of he as he processes through his grief, and and become like comes out the other side a healthier person. Oh, absolutely. Um, but also as his relationship with Sam develops. Yeah. You know that touch definitely changes well i mean yeah I but mean. Also, like the, also the non-sexual aspect of touch changes which mm-hmm. is interesting right but it's it still stays like firm and like you know they, he is always getting somebody grab the back of his neck or the back yeah. of his head or his shoulder or his legs or you know like there's
0: yeah
1: it's really interesting the types of touches yeah you know?
0: yeah I, sorry i just almost fainted
1: about you though sounds <I was> like <laughs>
0: I did a little
1: swoon there. Uh, no, I think it's lovely. Touch is not described enough. And this is, it does the the thing I love about the writing style in this book. And it, Mm -hmm. it is incredible. It's lyrical. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's poetry in a lot of ways, but it's extremely grounded. It's very, Mm -hmm. it's very physical. It's very descriptive Mm -hmm. and not in an overly descriptive, like the book is like 600 pages long because you can't edit you know you can't no, cut it or like but i mean the language is yeah. very specific and it yeah. is very it's almost visceral
0: it is it is visceral is the word for it like oof it it evokes a feeling at all yes, times
1: at yeah. all times yeah so before we hit story specifics yes i flipped the page to my notes in story specifics <laughs> realized my first three story specifics were very much on theme <laughs> okay what do you have well we've kind of touched on it a few times through the other things but very much a theme of this that we should probably say specifically is hell of toxic relationships yeah processing those getting past those yeah and moving into actually healthy relationships and recognizing the difference
0: yeah exactly thousand percent
1: and we love to see it. We love to see it because yeah, I went to story specifics and I'm like, Ooh, yep. I'm going to need to talk about that. Oh yeah. No, there look at that. Oh, and look, hella toxic. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So we, so what we have the
1: tattoo. <laughs> yes. Which was literally the first note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Yeah. So yeah, the, I mean the blood exchange is kids initiated by and for the curse, but then repeated by Eddie with the tattoo as a claiming. Yeah, yikes! <laughs> yikes, the doodle. No effort <laughs> yikes, for consent. Yikes, a doodle, <laughs> nothing. You know, no. the whole relationship is so intense and unhealthy. I, I mean, I remember those. Mm-hmm. I do. I remember being that age. I remember how intense everything feels. Oh yeah. How unhealthy they frequently are. Oh my God, so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Oh, so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm -hmm. I just want to apologize to my baby self. Yeah. And also those friends. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Some of them didn't deserve it then, but probably have grown up as well now. Right? Exactly.
1: Right. So, yeah, it's
0: hard to know who grew up to be an Eddie and who just grew up to be an Andrew. Right. Don't know.
1: You know, so. Boy, boy. (laughs) But like the whole story as a parable for growth from shitty, unhealthy relationships into actually adult, more consent and communication based relationships is kind of a beautiful thing. Right. So,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And I really actually love the fact that Sam is the instigator for that growth. Me too. And like the to use a word that you use a lot that I really love is script. Yeah. <laughs> he's the script for this. You know, he's yes. the one who's demonstrating this behavior, yes. which and I love that because he's not perfect. He's not no. an academic. He's not a mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say he's not a smart man because he's very clearly oh, he's smart. a smart man. He yeah. is a very smart man, but yes. he's not an educated man. He's not a man who is, has been, you know, spoon fed. He's not a man who's been given mm-hmm. all of these um, sort of advantages mm-hmm. from day one. You know, he, yeah. he, I mean, he has the advantage of, of being a man and,
0: mm-hmm. and white
1: and white, but yeah. In those cases, it's basically just not a disadvantage.
0: Yes. Yes. And he. He probably could have, if he had chosen to, which we don't know really what he wanted to do with his life, he probably could have done more than he ended up doing. But yes. he sacrifices everything because he believes Riley is the smart one, Yes, that Riley is the success, that you know, Riley must be protected to the extent that he doesn't really even think about his own
1: life at all life and choices you know and I mean that's problematic in its own way but he oh, yeah he, and he gets to but, develop in that sense which is really lovely you know yeah, and he I gets like
0: something for him which is really which is unfortunately is Andrew well you know
1: <laughs> and I mean I, it makes it sound like we don't love Andrew we, we love Andrew I, I love Andrew but, I love Andrew
0: but would I wish Andrew on my worst enemy no
1: <laughs> not until Andrew has grown up a bit mm-hmm. we all hope that he does
0: I'm sure that he will but boy, Sam decided to jump in that deep end hoping he'd get yeah,
1: there. He and really that, did.
0: we are like, oh dear, Sam.
1: And I mean, there were signs, absolutely, that Andrew was was you yes. know, and I Andrew was very clearly teachable. So
0: yes, teachable. <laughs> it's just, it is it's a special person who decides to jump into a relationship knowing how much work it's going to be. Yeah, and it Sam jumped in eyes wide open. So it's on him.
1: It is, is. really on him. I mean, um, he all he went in with eyes wide open, but also with his boundaries firmly set. Which yes, oh my god, I loved. Like the ending of yes. this book was so fucking spectacular. Oh my god, I yes. can't. Oh, I agree. I agree. I can't with how much I loved the end yeah. of this book.
0: Yeah, I guess, like, we don't need to tell things sequentially. So, why don't we tie up that part of the story? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when have we ever told anything sequentially? My
1: notes aren't even sequential. I've literally I, been I watching about that happens. since I was in utero. So, I mean, <laughs> <Right. laughs> timey, wimey, wibbly, wobbly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so it ends after all of the ghostly mystery drama which I'm sure we'll talk about the mystery at some point we have literally not even mentioned that it is a mystery other than in the blurb <laughs> <laughs> but <like> that. <laughs> after the ghostly fun uh, and everything happens Andrew gets full-on ghost possessed by Eddie Ed's revenant, which is the worst parts of Ed get married to him is how Sa- Sam describes it which ugh, Oh, exquisite sam oh um and he literally at one point wears ed's ring on his ring finger <laughs> poor
1: life choices honestly he has a novel.
0: <laughs> ghost ring his curse ghost ring on his ring finger uh yeah oh andrew baby um uh, but at, you know at the very end Sam basically breaks up with him and says, I will not come second, like even to a dead man. He says this multiple times to him in the book in various ways. But at that point, he was like, nope. Uh, And Andrew has to give up the ghost. quite Literally. (laughs) Quite literally in order to even get a second chance. But Sam's like, yes, good. We can have a second chance, but you got to earn it back, buddy. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we are not starting where we left off. Uh No, we We are starting at the beginning.
0: Yeah. You are pack. You're, you're pack, but that is it. <laughs> and you gotta work your way back up to boyfriend material.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Like, oh, you know, great. I ship them hard. They are oh, yeah. OTP for me, but yeah. I love the fact that Sam was like, no, Mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust is earned and you already
0: lost it. So you got to earn it again. Yeah.
1: Oh God. He's so great. That, oh my god that was such a we don't get that no we no, don't we get we that never get that and yeah. i just that was so spectacular yeah and it, and it, it was ex- still romantic and it was it, still beautiful it, yes. and it was like and it was a happily ever after it was incredibly satisfying like
0: yeah it was a uh, okay yes we'll do this thing and you have to, at least i have full confidence they get there yeah but it is a you will work on this yeah you will earn this yeah because he he at one point earlier on in the novel is saying to him he's like it is not that maybe it's not earlier it might even be that scene i cannot recall but because uh, andrew makes so many mistakes that it could be multiple times. In the book. <laughs> but he is like it's not that i've ever been jealous of eddie i'm not that period no i just want there to be reciprocity and i was like yes exactly sam, oh because sam takes care of him sam is there for him sam pulls him out of his depressed like hovel that he has mm-hmm. put himself in and forces him to stay connected. Yeah. And he does all of this, which is what Andrew needed. And he's mm-hmm. fine doing it because he assumes at some point reciprocity will happen. Well, you and know. that's the thing with,
1: with healthy relationships, there is reciprocity. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's wrong to assume that that's 50, yeah. 50 because that's not how people work. That's mm-hmm. not, you know, some days I'm going to have more spoons than my partner. And some days, yeah. you know, they're going to have more spoons than me. And That is fine. Some days it's 70, 30, and some days it's 80, 20, and some days it's, you know, 10, 90. And some, yeah, it's about reciprocity. Yes. It it has to switch directions at some point. And it has to be about the trust that that is implicit in that. Mm -hmm. And again, the Sam
0: jumped in, eyes wide open. He jumps in not knowing this will ever happen, but hoping that it will, if he can be there Mm -hmm. through Andrew's depression, which is so
1: lovely. And it's he acknowledges it lovely. though too. Like he yeah. even says, you know, like I knew this mm-hmm. going in with you. Yeah. That's on me. Yeah. And like the, Oh my God, the self awareness and the personal yeah. accountability. I, I, you know yeah. what? I think personal accountability might be the thing that turns me on more than anything. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> 1000. Yes. Yeah. It's so great, but you, you were right. He is like, I knew you were a mess when I decided to get in this with you, Mm -hmm. which is how he describes it. I don't know why that is so
1: cute to me. (laughs) It is so cute to me. Yeah.
0: And he is like, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stay here for you to be a mess forever. (laughs) No. At some point, like I'm investing in you. But you you do actually need to pull your shit together. (laughs) At some point, this has got to change. At one point, he and Riley both agree, because Riley is also in this mess, not in the romantic way, but in like, Truly hashtag friendship goals way. Yes. Love Riley. Riley oh. and Sam are like, look, we will get you better and then we'll all have a talk. Yes. <laughs> about what's going on here? But first we'll fix you because you super need fixing. <laughs> <laughs> but then
1: we're gonna have words, you and me. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once you can stand on both your feet without going ghost like your Danny Phantom, then we will have
1: a conversation. <laughs> yes, Danny Phantom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god ha huh. yes <laughs> you oh, didn't think you'd glorious. get through this whole episode without obscure references to other media did you because <laughs> apparently that's not a, <laughs> not a thing not a thing nothing
1: <laughs> oh my god oh lord okay okay we got to talk about some of the spooky shit now <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because like, I look at my story specifics and there's so much relationship stuff. I mean, there are absolutely mm-hmm. elements of the spooky shit in here because it's so good. It is good. It's so good. It's My really spooky shit notes
0: are very much like half a sentence with an exclamation point, like dead deer,
1: exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. The night at the graveyard, <laughs> the exclamation point. point. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, good
0: car. Oh my God, the haunted car. (sighs) Haunted paperwork, not sexy paperwork in this one. The paperwork do not be sexy. No, no.
2: It's super
0: haunted. It may that be is not okay. It may be haunted by the go- the ghosts of guys you fucked before, but it's not sexy,
1: <laughs> or at least guys you wanted to fuck before.
0: <laughs> guys who you fucked indirectly, but we'll get to that. Later. Yeah.
1: Oh god. Let's yes. be honest. They fucked, but that relationship with Dell. Oh. They, there's yeah. polycules, and then there's that. Yeah.
0: There's polycules like Riley, Ethan, Luca, and then there is using Dell is basically a sex doll, so they can touch bits without touching bits yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: no poor dell poor dell poor like dell tell dell Del definitely shares responsibility mm-hmm. for how fucked up she is yes. but oh god nobody who falls in love with andrew
0: will be said to be a healthy person <laughs> not even sam <laughs> no sam's the best but he's not healthy
1: Nope.
0: Uh, so certainly the fact that Dell was like down for what Andrew was putting down is proof enough. She's not doing great. Yeah. Uh, and then that she's stuck in there for so long, but she knows it and personal responsibility. She goes to therapy. She figures yeah. it out. She comes in like really breaks things off with Andrew as closure it was good. She's was, also the first person to tell him that Eddie was a piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> Which I, at some points in the novel, not gonna lie, kind of rubbed me wrong because I was like, well, okay, he's been dead for five seconds. Maybe we don't do this right away. But then eventually when she gets there, I'm like, yeah, no,
1: he needed to hear that now. Maybe yeah. not in text message two days after the funeral, but right. Now. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that, and that's the thing. Like, the one of the reasons why Dell didn't make my list for characters mm. is because she is, uh, she's going through her own shit and we're not getting her perspective. So obviously we don't see Mm -hmm. that process or that progress, but she's processing her grief outwardly Mm -hmm. where Andrew is processing his grief inwardly. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's obviously a really simplistic way of putting it because there's (laughs) elements of all of this, but she's, She's putting herself and her grief out onto Andrew, mm-hmm. which is not appropriate. Like there's, no. there's an appropriate way to process grief and to process, you know, and yeah. that is the, the rings, it's the circles, right? Yeah. So the person oh, yeah. closest. Yeah. You support inwards. Yeah. Yep. Always support inwards. Yeah. So you have the person in the middle who was lost mm-hmm. and then everyone on the next ring out
2: mm-hmm.
1: is the grieving people. Yeah. And then everybody and the next ring outside of that supports those people. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they don't need support. So the people in the ring outside of that mm-hmm. support those inner people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. how it has yeah. to go.
0: And so, she, she was very much like, what if we tried to solve our relationship problems while you're actively grieving? And you're right? like, okay, Del,
1: maybe. <laughs> and, and like, her, she's still very much in the anger portion of yeah. the grieving process. Mm-hmm. And she's mad at Eddie. She's mad at Andrew. She's mad at the world. She's mad at everything, mm-hmm. but she's mm-hmm. Focusing that anger on Andrew, calling him a piece of shit for not giving her what she needs. Yeah. Not appropriate on any level. No. Because frankly, you needing something is not Mm -hmm. actually translated into another person's responsibility to provide it for you. Right. And and she
0: does hold him responsible for things he is actually responsible for. Yes. But that is all lost in holding him responsible for everything else as well. Yes. And a lot of it is her, her holding him responsible for Eddie's shit because he's the one still here
1: and it's a lot of it is her holding him responsible for her own feelings yeah. which is not appropriate yeah. but also her holding him for responsible for things she had yet to actually tell him were wrong yes
0: yes and also her being at least it seems to me a straight woman not understanding at all internalized have homo uh homophobia yes and yet Acting like she understood, which was the part about it that wrote me the wrongest. Yeah. Where She was like, this is what you're going through, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, like, you do not know. No, you do not. Queen, you do not know what he's going through. Like you have accurately assessed the situation in what was happening. We'll grant you that. Yes. But you do not know what it felt like. Or no. why that was happening. And I'm sorry, queen. Or how
1: hard that was. Or, you need to like, stay right in your lane. <laughs> yeah.
0: You are outside of it. You are driving all over the lines at the so, moment.
1: I was pretty anti-Dell for most of the too. book. but then I'm when she glad
0: to hear it because I, I felt bad at times for how much I didn't like her. And I was like, am I just really over-empathizing with Andrew? But no, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, no. <laughs>
1: no, she was, a dickhead. was um, a dickhead.
0: She was.
1: But, 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 but she did go to therapy. She did start to figure her shit out. And part of her starting to figure her shit out was actually telling Andrew what was wrong, like the core of the actual issue. Oh my God. Yes. Communicating what your actual problem is in I statements, in this is how I feel about the situation. This is why I am upset. Instead of you are an asshole. You're doing this. You're making me feel this way. You're doing, no, cut that shit out. It's not appropriate communication. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that moment when she comes in, like, yeah, awkward. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Oh, hard to read. Yeah. <laughs> but. So good. So good. That was my favorite Dell moment, bar none. I was just like, finally, mm-hmm. some personal growth on her part. Mm-hmm. We have an actual acknowledgement of the issue.
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: has an opportunity to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so mad he hasn't given her what she needs for mm-hmm. all of this time. He, she's never told him what she needs. Yeah. Not once. She broke up with him about the tattoo, but never told him why. Yeah. No, he's baffled by that. Is and that like, because he's dumb? Yes, is that because but... <laughs> he's an idiot? Absolutely. But he's not a mind reader either. No, like, <laughs> no. clearly. He barely has one of his own. He can't oh be reading God. other people's. Seriously.
0: He doesn't even know what he's feeling, Dell. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> even if he wasn't being ridden hard by a ghost, you know? <laughs>
0: And we mean that in every, every, sense. every <laughs> sense of the word.
1: Oh my God.
0: Oh dear, dear, dear.
1: So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I was happy to see her get some growth as well because that was, that was rough, but it was worth it. I got to talk. I got to mention. We were
0: like, let's talk about the horror elements. Anyway, Dell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it a Freudian slip? Maybe. <laughs> Part of this book. Was oh. the
1: scene with Del- <laughs> God, it was super awkward. It was, oh my God. It was,
0: it was, but also ghost deer. <laughs> yes. Um, this is now the second story we've talked about with scary deer. Thank you. Ghost slice <laughs> and an <laughs> oh, ongoing God, journey to <laughs> make me scared of deer. Mm-hmm. If it's um Stephen Graham Jones' book Only Good Indians, TK Fisher's book, Twisted Ones. At this point, deer are the scariest creature, and they're literally harmless and dumb. They're vegan. They're just <laughs> dumb. I mean, they might cause you harm, but it will be by
1: accident. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are pretty.
0: They are pretty, but man, horror has convinced me I should be terrified of deer.
1: Yeah honestly well you know what though they're not tiny they're and not, they get scared yeah
0: it could be a danger yeah. or in this case you could end up in the carcass of one just like grabbing hands full like
1: flinging it around because yeah. you know
0: the fact that sam pulled him out of that and then kept dating him right
1: <laughs> like we love you sam but poor <laughs> life, life choices <laughs>
0: He he really looked at this man covered in deer guts and was like, "That's mine." That one Andrew right must be pretty.
1: <laughs> he
0: really went. I want that ass. That ass. I want it. I want it enough to clean off the deer guts.
1: Hold wow! Back. Yeah, that's love.
0: <laughs> that is love.
1: That is love.
0: Hoy, <laughs> Yeah. Damn. I do love that he brings him back and then see, I don't know how I didn't catch it the first time I read it, but he brings him back in that seat and then like, get in bed with me and cuddles him I because know. he's feeling feelings and he won't talk. And Sam's like, cuddles. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not going to talk about this tomorrow because you're not there yet, but I will cuddle you now.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, so cute. Love them. So cute. He, the,
0: the, tr- the car the charger that belongs to uh ed is haunted and i mean to
1: be fair it is actually where he ended up dying and we just yeah you know. or,
0: yes yes it is and yeah so he it is haunted and he literally keeps like getting andrew
1: while he's driving which is terrifying could you imagine? <laughs> well okay and not only that but like so he keeps doing that it keeps happening so he and he keeps driving the car even though it's not yeah, yeah. His because only he, car option. He dumb. yeah. And he keeps drinking and driving.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Because that'll make it better in any way. You're already impaired by ghosts. You are under ghostly influence. But now you're going to put a substance in there.
1: Oh, and if we're not drinking, we're doing Molly. <laughs> or or <Coke>.
0: cocaine. <laughs> Man, I love that, uh, that Andrew goes into the scene. And he's like, I would never do coke. And I was like, do you want some coke? And he's like, I will do i like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, man. Andrew. Um Andrew. That said, I feel like this is just the precursor to the theme of the book that Andrew will basically take anything Sam will give him and put it in his mouth.
0: Yeah, literally. Sometimes it's coke, sometimes it's alcohol, sometimes it's food, sometimes it's dick. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of those happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I think he, he sucked on his fingers at one point, unless yep. I'm mixing... The, okay. I've been reading a lot of Game romance. I, <laughs> I was like, this is the one where he sucked on his fingers, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I mean, Andrew is a power bottom. So. Yeah,
0: he sure is. He sure is. Did we talk about the birthday scene? Uh, we have we, not yet, but we should. We haven't, it, but it's we definitely should. definitely on my list. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Sam... <laughs> First of all, before preempt of that, my favorite Sam thing in this entire
1: book, and there are so many, is his obnoxious texting. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's so funny.
0: So happy. I have literally, like, highlighted a part of it, the birthday one, where he's like, does the internet tell me true or is your birthday in two days? Andrew, it's about to be your birthday. Andrew, we're celebrating. Save the fucking date. Also, are you coming over tonight? Text me later. Andrew.
1: (laughs) And then okay, my favorite text messages is that he does this and he tests texts constantly and he's like, answer me, bitch. Like yeah. constantly. Literally. And then when Andrew texts him three times in a row, like, and by say three times in a row, I mean three times over a course of a day.
0: Yes. And he's like, You're really thirsty for it. <laughs> Because, yeah, you send calm him your messages. thirst he says calm your thirst you sent <laughs> him 10 messages every time you message in him. like 20 minutes yeah it's so funny because every one of those sentences a separate text message yes. <laughs> Andrew 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 and there's also one where he's like come out tonight don't backslide on me now bitch <laughs> which is another one I love I
1: love it oh my like god he calls
0: him princess it's, just, it's so good <laughs> Oh, that's oh. good. I love it. So then, so he's like, "I have a surprise for you," and Andrew's like, "He's going to take me drinking because because Andrew has one mind and it is <laughs> um, yes. We will we will drive drunk. Yay.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Little does he know.
0: Oh boy. So instead, this is. I really. I, I sometimes I want more than anything for Lee Mandela to write this book again from Sam's POV,
1: <laughs> Oh my God. I would read the fuck out of that. <laughs> it would be
0: the funniest fucking thing in the world yeah. because Sam informs everyone in the scene that this was Riley's idea, which I need to know that conversation. <laughs> what the absolute fuck? <laughs> oh my God. Right. So the idea is to have a three-way with Andrew and one of uh, his, one uh, of Sam's friends, Irene, I think's her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's the idea. But apparently it was Riley's idea. Yeah, Riley tipped him off that the three-way might be Andrew's thing. <laughs> Which, first of all, leads, you know how there's scenes that lead
0: you to think about the scenes that led to them <laughs> that weren't there? That means he had a, Riley had a conversation with Ed about the three-ways that they used to have with Dell.
1: Yes, or like I think so, or something I that so. at least led him to think this because when Dell showed up and they had this conversation, like Andrew skedaddled, like, yeah. not Andrew, sorry, Riley <sighs> skedaddled. Riley did. So.
0: Yeah, I got the other option is that Dell told him, which does not seem likely. So mm. I feel like at some point in one of his drunken conversations, Ed was like, You know what I used to do? And just <laughs> like Andrew and I used to fuck the same woman at the same time, totally non homosexually. <laughs> right except apparently ed wasn't even pretending about anymore once he met riley and sam so that's interesting as well um but so so riley finds this out probably from ed and then when sam goes what should i do for andrew's birthday riley's like would you like to fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean to be fair sam has not been like subtle no no and i mean riley has obviously figured out that sam's
0: down bad for him but i'm just This is his cousin that he raised, Uh, right? (laughs) It's like, have you considered fucking him? (laughs)
1: Because I think you might both have fun. Like, right. Oh my God. But that that leads me right into favorite quotes. I know we'll come back, we'll come back to the rest of the story specifics, but favorite quotes. Post birthday scene, Riley coming home. Oh, Jesus Mary, and goddamn Joseph, you're not even Catholic. Get the fuck out of my house, Sam. No, it's so good. Yeah. So this sitting is honestly one of my favorites
0: in the book, too, because they're like, they're getting, because Andrew just kind of goes brain melt down. Like, yeah. Irene Andrew, gets in his lap and he's like, uh, Andrew xx is not <laughs> functioning. Has stopped functioning. Yes. He's just like, okay. And so Irene's kissing up on him and he's like, this is uncomfortable and I don't like it. And then Sam, touches his back. That is it. That is all he does. <laughs> he puts a hand on his back and answers like, Oh my god, my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to the point where Irene's like, oh he likes that. I
0: know and he just like gets the hell out of that or he like runs which in the description of it it's so like visualizing it is so terrific of him just getting up and being like gone like a (laughs) like dust cloud in the back as he runs away and sam is so sweet because he is again not perfect, but
1: also is perfect. I love mm-hmm. him so much.
0: He is like immediately like, oh shit, I've done something wrong and I have to go protect my guy and all oh, he's yeah. so cute.
1: So he just turns to Irene. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. I gotta fix this.
0: <laughs> I do love that he calls all the women dude. It's very like respectful in a weird way. And I love it. Like women can be dudes too. They can be bros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These girls are not bros. <laughs> I have
1: strong himbo energy, okay? Yeah, I
0: love it. I just I just think it adds to how respectful he is. But yeah, so he, he gets up and he runs after Andrew and he's so scared. He's like, did I hurt you? What's wrong? Whatever. Then and Andrew just like jumps upon him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bites his neck. Bites his neck. <laughs> and then it is on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> like like <it> <laughs> Andrew has literally never actually acted on his homosexual no. tendencies. Never. He he's so homophobic. All <laughs> and all of a sudden he has, Full on palming Sam's dick. Oh uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, he is, he
0: is, it, he is down bad. He is all upon it. It is, it is on.
1: <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Oh my god! And then they wind up in Riley's room because. He doesn't want to do it in his room. It's upstairs. That's going to take too long. Oh, no, and they're we, all upstairs. They've, they've got, yeah. They- that's right. That's right. So they, I used to down the hall or something, but then he's like, I can't do it in Ed's room. That's weird. So let's try my roommate's room instead because that's less weird.
1: Right, well, because Ed put together his bedroom, so that's still weird, yeah, right? It is like, weird. It's oh. weird. Oh, I love it. It's so funny.
0: And so they—they really—it's a really cute scene too because Andrew has never done this, and so Sam is teaching him how and like guiding him, and it's yeah. so soft and so cute. It's really cute. Oh my god, it's a good sex scene. It's, it is. It's a it's real delightful. good sex scene, and they sleep there together all
1: night, and then Sam gets up and is cooking breakfast. Because he's the fucking best. He's amazing. And I love that he's sort of like, he's a little self protective, but yeah. he's still there and being vulnerable, you know? Yeah. He's like, I'm kind of waiting for you to freak out, but I'm hoping you won't.
0: Yeah, it's so good. And Andrew's like, I haven't yet, <laughs> which is the, the most important honest clear. Honest <laughs> he's the <laughs> most honest thing he said. He's like, not confident that it won't happen, but I haven't yet.
1: <laughs> yeah but then you know the two of them are like hugging like because Andrew's kind of hugging him from behind Yeah, they're both and...
0: like half-dressed like at yeah. best I think
1: Sam is in boxers and like yeah. A- Andrew's also shirtless and in walks Riley and that's yeah. the quote
0: that I <laughs> yeah and he covers his eyes which is so funny because it's not like he hasn't seen them both shirtless but he's like
1: oh god <laughs> I am blood <laughs> Like literally that sound of Riley freaking the fuck out lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> so funny. Oh uh, my God. I love I mean, it so much. So good. Get yeah. the fuck out of my house, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you fucked my friend on my bed. And he goes up to his room and he gets all the bed sheets and all the dirty underwear and together. Like, you will <laughs> clean these before I get back. <laughs> Or I will myrtleize you straight yeah. up. Yeah. I love it
0: so much. Oh my oh god,
1: my god, it's so good. That's also,
0: scene, I think it's that scene where Riley is like, you know, Sam deserves to have something good happen to
1: him. I'm not sure you're something good, but I hope so. <laughs> 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 Again, fair, right? And even Andrew's like, yeah, yeah I'm not Mac sure can't. either. I can't make any promises. <laughs> totally honest and it's one of the few times
0: where a character says that in one of these books and we're like yeah no yeah this is not self-deprecating he's aware he's
1: yeah and it's good that he's aware because he needs to be holy
0: (laughs) shit he
1: has a lot of work (sighs) yeah so much work yeah oh Oh my god God. oh my god but like i just it's so nice that he finally recognizes his homosexuality because Mm -hmm. like i just it's so there through the whole book. and right. like, Obviously, it's there on purpose. Like, maybe yeah. is writing this book in this very specific way. Sure. But it's there even, like, it's, it's, it's there in such a way that makes it like Andrew is being ignorant on purpose.
0: <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> cannot look at it. Like... It is it exists in a space in his brain that he has packed up, padlocked, buried in a dungeon, yes. and it's just and he per- cannot perceive that the Glock is there, or else he will have to admit the honesty of it. Like.
1: Exactly, because like there's a point, you know, like at the fire night at Hals's where he meets yeah. Ethan for the first time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the description of Ethan is so amazing. Like he notices his boots. He notices his clothes. He notices his gaze. He notices his haircut. He noticed like, Mm -hmm. I mean, and Ethan is sexy, but like Mm -hmm. he sees Ethan, like he sees Ethan. Right. He's
0: like, he's like um, Cecil from Night Vale. He's like his perfect hair
1: and his perfect teeth. (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) But then the, the other men there, he describes as The (laughs) unremarkable young men who could all use each other's IDs in a pinch. It's so funny. The way that I could picture that so profound. Oh my god, like a hundred like I just I've been to that. They're all
0: wearing, they're all wearing cargo shorts and like either loose t-shirts or those like awful looking polos that don't fit right. They oh, all yes, have,
1: exactly.
0: They all have their hats on backwards. Not a one of them. Like they're wearing socks with their sandals. I know yeah. these men.
1: Yes. I know them. <laughs> right. Oh my God. But the fact that he distinguishes so specifically in his head between Ethan and everybody yeah. else. You know, like, like hot
0: man, a blur of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: oh my god and like
0: when riley is kissing ethan and ethan's like like riley pounces on ethan and ethan's like holding riley up because again riley is fun sized yes he is tiny (laughs) Um, and and andrew's like ah they're kissing oh he's holding him i can't stop thinking about this and i don't know why andrew don't you
1: Right. And like, and even the way the language around it, you know, where he's like, he cannot say the word boyfriend or he Mm. even in his own head, he can't even think it to himself. He can't say, you know, Riley and his Ethan and his Ethan, his friend, his whatever, you You know, know? (laughs) like, it's amazing. It's so cool. Yeah. But then like when Riley and Andrew are talking about it and Andrew actually says, no, we weren't like that. I'm not I'm not gay. And Riley literally laughs in his face (laughs) literally laughs in his face and I'm like he's just like okay buddy (laughs) whatever
0: this is (laughs) I do there's one moment so I really love Riley and Andrew's friendship me too like Riley is definitely feels some many many ways when he realizes he's inherited a roommate you know just like and so has Andrew like they both just inherited each other from Eddie and it's kind of like well shit like what do we do with this but Riley is gets on board team Andrew so quickly and then he just loves him and even when he breaks up with Sam Riley is like uncomfortable being between them but it's like dedicated to both of them exactly really like, lovely friend go away like he's a ride or die
1: he <laughs> is and i like as much as i think sam is the favorite character yes riley is the best character riley carries
0: this book upon his shoulders upon- <laughs> yes uh, well honestly like if we're talking about the
1: mystery which again we have
0: not i hear. love Hold well- on. <laughs>
1: We'll call it an effort not to spoil the mystery. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what we're going for. Mm
0: -hmm. We didn't do that accidentally. Uh, The mystery is great, guys. It's so
1: good. It's very compelling. This is a good
0: one. But like, (laughs) clearly we have priorities. (laughs) But I I really think about that mystery. And on rereading it for the show, I was like, this book is like 400 pages long. This book would be a short story if they'd let Riley help. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Riley would have solved this shit if they had let him anywhere near the mystery because every task they give him he completes While they're too busy making fuck me eyes at each look i'm telling you
1: literally the overarching theme of this whole book is poor life choices
0: right and the worst being not letting not letting riley do it (laughs) riley riley could open a detective agency this man can get it done And yet, Andrew, who's a fucking idiot, wants to take charge of this investigation. And even he knows he's not doing a good job. He's always like, I am not equipped for this. And I'm like, yeah, you're not. Know who is?
1: <laughs> no, it, this leads me <laughs> to one of my other favorite quotes. Andrew, yeah. I do okay. Riley, no, you for real do not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know which thing they're
0: talking about there, but it it's does true. not
1: matter. <laughs> Irrelevant.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I... <sighs> I cannot, I cannot. I love
1: them so much. Um, Yeah, God, Riley. He's just like, Like, Riley's friendship goals. He really is the very best of everyone. He is, he is. Far none, far and away. Yeah, yep. And he's just like, always
0: taking care of Andrew and always thinking of Sam. And he's just so great, but he's still like, there's one point where he's like, I'm still getting A's. I'm still TA in classes. And I was like, how do you have time? You were raising a roommate. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have a whole child who's technically older than you, I think. <laughs> right.
1: I just, I, he yes, yeah. he's got, he's got his shit together, which is why I think he should fall in love with Wes and they can be messy disasters themselves, right? I <laughs> would be hysterical. I would, mm-hmm. I would, oh my God, sequel, 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 sequel. I, oh I scoured the internet for
0: evidence that a sequel is forthcoming and I cannot find it, but I will not give up hoping to be fair. The book just came out last year, so yes. there could be time. There could be, it was a really successful book.
1: So fingers are officially crossed it won many awards Um, well it should well earned yeah should we dive into our predictions speaking (laughs) of oh uh i still have more quotes but okay oh we're doing quotes that's right i forgot i forgot where we were i haven't (laughs) done any quotes yet
0: so yes let's do
1: that okay (laughs) uh sam hulse's arrogant dangerous seductively entertaining fiefdom yes oh, oh just god. as a description i love that so much right my first one is also about sam which is holes
0: <laughs> too uh took up too much air with his presence right
1: <laughs> uh, about sam he occupied the room with an atmospheric pressure yes oh my god yes though so the the quote about
0: Riley that I really love, there's a scene where Riley is like ready for Andrew's internalized homophobia to become externalized homophobia. Mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. like, fine, let's talk about it. You know, I'm trans, you know, I'm poly. Like, let's get it out there. What do you want to know, Andrew? And Andrew just goes, are your glasses only there for aesthetic? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the best moment of their friendship. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. I died. That was so perfect. That was so perfect. (laughs) So
0: good. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, I love it. (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. How about Sam? When it was that moment at, like, when uh, Andrew says he's not freaking out yet. (laughs) And Sam says, good. He said, packing the word with expectation and vulnerability. Far from on brand for his provocative kingship.
0: Right. Because he's secretly a teddy bear. I love it. I know. I love when Andrew, again, is not quite gotten the fact that he is down bad and he is like the inside of the car smelled ripe and inviting, musky with weed and the scent he was starting to think of as sale.
1: Oh, I love it. (laughs) Oh, okay. This one, I cracks me up every goddamn time. I love it so much. Is Riley, for fuck's sake, Andrew, is there anything in this scenario that feels heterosexual or well-adjusted to you? (laughs)
0: yes i love it so much i also really love so during the birthday sex scene um there he is thinking about how he has never had sex with a man before and he's uh thinking about how like that was one thing he never did with eddie had nothing from the past here no steps to retread the fresh lightness of that almost made him laugh right oh my <gasps> god the stuff they get to do that he never did with anyone else
1: i love it Ah. Oh. Mm, so beautiful. I also
0: really like the the ghosts lingered in the gaps, the house and capital and Andrew too, maybe. Maybe Sam could exercise some of them without judgment.
1: Oh, because that's the thing, you know? Right? Sam has boundaries, and he has whoo, some poor decision-making. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, oh, yeah. you know, has clearly got some issues because he fell in love with Andrew. But uh, what right. he does not have is, ju- like, he doesn't judge. No. He's very non-judgmental, Unless you are a homophobic asshole, in which case yeah. he's going to smack your ass.
0: Yeah, yeah he is. He's going to put you in the ground. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, come closer to me. I dare you. I will fucking kill you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so the quote I mentioned earlier, I think it's worth reading, where he's talking about the what could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one night, Eddie would have seen him right at sunset, all dulced in gold, and grabbed him with both hands and put their mouths together. Maybe he wouldn't have, and even if he had, maybe he'd have been a fucked-up, controlling, monstrous disaster of a partner. Andrew had to accept that he was going to take that maybe to his grave.
1: Oh. Oh. Seriously. We love it. Oh, my God. And then
0: finally, my last quote, which is when they're making up, Sam and, and Andrew are making up at the end, and he said, Andrew finally says... I want to do shit for you with you because you're worth it to me.
1: Yes. Oh my God. And when he's like, in, he's internalizing it. he's like, I want to, I want to start a garage with you. I want to like, <laughs> yeah. oh my
0: God, in his mind, he's like, I, what should I say?
1: And his immediate
0: thought is I want to start a garage with you and live with you forever. And then he's like, maybe, maybe that's, we someone. don't say it. Yeah. Which I think shows growth.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Andrew thought about something. He said, we, <laughs> case in point right
1: there progress
0: progress so
1: good yeah oh god I you know what predictions wise I I don't even really have predictions because I don't know
0: Yes. If
1: we're getting anything. And I I have predictions
0: whether we get something or not. That's just the fan fiction writer in me. (laughs) I love it. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me build off of it. Let me hear. Okay. Okay. So I think like we should embrace even more of the fast and furiousness of it. Like next one's got to be a ghost heist. Like, I don't know what a ghost heist is, but it's got ghosts and it's got a heist. So we know Sam can now see ghosts at the end of this book. Mm -hmm. Um, So they can be ghoul boys together. (laughs) And Andrew. Yeah. Yes. And go solve some ghostly
1: troubles oh my god this and, is going to be just like third shift society we get a hot pumpkin daddy
0: but, yes and i think riley will finally be included because they will realize that they need him and maybe maybe the ghost He's the will to, He's the yes. and maybe the ghost will have something to do with west like maybe that's how we get that in there oh. maybe west has family ghosts too and so <sighs> they like go to west hometown or maybe he somehow figures out that they that this stuff is real and he asks for their help which is hard for him yes. because asking for their help like ooh but and like he probably condescending these like I'll pay you I know you're poor you know like <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like fuck your money but also yes <laughs> <laughs> and then go with him to his hometown and they're solving ghost mysteries and he's like not totally sure he believes them, but he wants it done and then he realizes that ghosts are real and ends up falling in love with riley and sam and andrew is solving mysteries together maybe we get new queer people in this new town and Ooh. eventually the whole pack has to come to this home, whole town to save them like the rest of the pack get there
1: at some I point i love it yeah okay That's my prediction okay 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 yeah. <laughs> No, I want this now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I want this as? I want this as a Netflix show, or like HBO Max. Oh,
0: God. Yes, yes. HBO Max, 100%. Give it, yeah, give it, give it. Speaking of, you have a cast.
1: I do have a cast.
0: I, I'm really excited about this because Lee Mandela recently was tweeting about how um, it's hard to cast these characters. So the only person that Lee could think of was, like, um, young who was it? Oh my God. I'm pulling a total blank. It was some actor, but like the young version. And yeah. yeah. No, who was it? Okay. You, you go while I try to find what they said.
1: Okay. So I, okay. I'm going to go from the bottom because I'm going to lead up to our main cast. Please. I'm excited. Okay. So for West, I, and I, so this was hard for me too, because I did want to cast sort of age appropriate people Mm -hmm. and I am not age appropriate. So the people that I know well are, (laughs) I'm too old for this word. It's part. really funny to say. <laughs> oh uh, so I think Jarrell Jerome for West. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, Mister. Oh, so I have Troth and Mister Troth. <laughs> oh my God! Well, what was his name? It's gone to time, right? So Doctor and Mister Troth. So Doctor Troth, I have Jessica Chastain. Ooh, she would be terrifying and I love it. Right. And Mr. Troth, I have Christian Bale. Oh, oh I like that. Right. I think they'd make a creepy ass couple. They would. They would. Yeah. Um, for Ethan, I have Jackson Wang. Oh my God. Yes. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, for Luca, I have either Zendaya or Kiki Palmer.
0: Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes thousand percent
1: um for Riley I was thinking either now you have to forgive me because I'm Canadian so I'm biased towards Elliot Page oh Elliot Page who isn't biased toward Elliot Page right well this is it or Elliot Fletcher I think would do a really good Riley
0: I don't think I know Elliot Fletcher
1: Google I just the this look is very Riley for me I think it could be very Riley. oh yeah I think I'm biased toward Elliot Page too so okay but that was my first good. thought yeah um, Ed. Um, work with me. John Boyega. Oh. Interesting. Because I fucking love John Boyega. I think he can do anything.
0: Does that track with the, like, history of the family's money, though? It No. Well, okay. <laughs> it does not. Because I think that might complicate matters. But I just
1: love him. <laughs> me too. I do too.
0: I think it might complicate matters unless it's, like... At some point, they're like, oh, yeah, it's from, you know, the 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 people intermingling with their slaves in the family, because one of the it's been a long time, right? Like, yeah, one of the Well, yeah. But one of the important points was their like white privilege. So,
1: yeah, that's true but I just love John Boyega. I know,
0: I know. <laughs> we'll cast him as someone else. He gets yes. to be here in the sequel. When we go to West's hometown, he can be like West's older brother. <laughs> okay.
1: All right, all right. Well, I'll think it <laughs>
0: exists. Exactly.
1: Um, Andrew Cole Sprouse. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Stop. Stop! <laughs> Listeners, if you skipped our awards show, you haven't heard me die over Cole Sprouse before, but <laughs> I knew
1: I'd you'd like that. Oh my god! Um, Oh
0: my god! Can he? Yeah. I know. I guess he has to be blonde. I was like, can he keep the black hair because it's very cute? But I think Andrew is definitely blonde.
1: I mean, I'm not actually that precious about hair color. From I know, but Andrew is
0: definitely blonde. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) he lives up to the stereotype that not
0: all blondes do, but Andrew sure does. Yeah.
1: And Sam, I have Lucas Hedges. I don't know if I know who that is. Let me see. Yeah, Google him, because he's been in a lot of really good stuff. I'm sure. I- he's oh, got, he's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh. He's got a really good acting range. I think he could nail it, you know? That would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Oh, I like this. I like this a lot. Oh, you're so good at casting. I love doing it. It's so much fun. I know. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> so good. It's just one of my favorite books of all time. Like, top ten. Easily. Oh, my God. Yeah. Top five. Probably yes. like two. <laughs> I'm
1: not. It's really, really good. My favorite
0: book is The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet, but I think this is second only to that.
1: Oh, I love that. You know,
0: we'll have to cover that at some point. Yes, definitely. Oh my God. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Love Summer Suns. What are we going to do next? Okay. I'm so excited. So
0: (laughs) I have uh, spiraled down the Ah. romance, like queer romance pipeline of- (laughs)
1: Gee, I don't know what that's like at all. I know. It's almost like it was your fault. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, you didn't have to come at me that hard. (laughs) I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's
0: (laughs) it. And I have started reading this series that has a name technically, but which we have referred to as Gay Owl Book, which is secretly also
1: a gay wolf book. (laughs) Because look, we have a brand.
0: (laughs) Didn't know it was a gay woof book when I got started, but did I get excited to realize it was a gay woof book? Yes, I did. Two thumbs (laughs) way up. We did it. We did it. Yes. Um, So we are reading the LaCoy series by Iris Foxglove,
1: And enjoying the hell out of it.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, yes. Which is a two-person team that uses like a singular pen name. Um, And... The authors have been super kind and sent us an arc of the unreleased book, which <laughs> so good. No, I am in love with the series. I am in love with it. Yeah. I am so excited. Oh, so, my God. Oh, we're going to review it. It's going to be a blast. <gasps> I'm very on board. Yeah, it is I may gay. or may it
1: not yeah, yeah they're polycules there oh are- so excited everybody gay as fuck Ah, <laughs> uh, just love. takes the pressure off us having to make it gayer it's
0: true we have successfully wandered into places where they're already gay oh <laughs> uh, so until next time make it gay. <laughs> gay gay
1: gay 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 gay
0: gay 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 gay, 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 gay. <laughs>
1: And where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at shiny Baby bee. I mostly live on Twitter, where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading, because I'm always reading.
0: <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. <laughs> and you can find me also
1: on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat Family of my co-host, TJ. And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at TalkingComicBooks.com. And if you want to
0: uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at
1: Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy.